0: Planning a trip to one of the great national parks? LL Bean went to the experts at the National Park Foundation to get the inside scoop on which parks are the best to visit in each season. Whether you're looking for outstanding scenery, smaller crowds, or unique activities, LL Bean be an outsider. To check out the full list of recommendations, visit llbean.com/slash/explore. <laughs> Welcome back to the final four. It's not on the schedule. He is Rod. I am Cameron. And Wisconsin gets out of Michigan State with a win, 70-62. to 62. Um, Rod, the offense was horrible in this one. Um, defense wasn't bad in the first half and the second half. Uh, my main takeaway from this is A.J. Hoggard is outplaying uh, Tyson Walker, and that's a problem because the losses are starting to pile up now well at 14 minutes in this one for tight Ty- this one just felt to me like we needed a point guard to steady the ship and it just was not there. I, I,
1: I i i agree with that to an extent um and i'll explain what i mean by that uh i, I <laughs> if that's the case if he's out playing tyson walker we're in trouble that, that says yeah because this was not a good game for AJ, it was not a good game for either of them.
0: Yeah,
1: um, this is where I think the problem was. I think Stephen Bardo had a very salient comment in the second half. Michigan State was better in the second half. I know Wisconsin ended up winning the second half by two points, but th- disregard that. Um, that was you know free throws at the end and, and all that stuff. Michigan State played better in the second half, yeah. offensively, and the reason for that was that they ran their offense much harder. When people talk about effort and what they think about usually is diving on the floor for loose balls, winning contested rebounds, and all of that is defensive plays in general. And all of that is absolutely our examples. Those are all examples of effort. But something that often gets lost is how hard, you run your offense how how continuous and with intent your movement is and i thought michigan state was really really easy to guard in the first half i do not think they played hard at all offensively now where it gets to the point guard is you've got to have a guy who grabs people sees that grabs people says you got to cut harder you got to screen harder you've got to be you've got to have more intent you've got to come to meet the ball harder mm-hmm. you know all of those things and that's what was really lacking because Wisconsin it wasn't that Michigan State was just claiming a bunch of open shots yeah in that first half they didn't have many open shots so a team in Wisconsin that couldn't guard them to save their lives in Madison all of a sudden was locking them down why well i would submit it was that Michigan State did not play with enough force and enough effort on offense. In the second half, you saw more of that. I'll give you another example. What do you do when a team is pressing up? Wisconsin was playing very aggressively, much more so than they normally do in terms of pressing out high on Michigan State to not give up easy shots. What do you do when somebody's doing that to you? Well, you either back cut them, which Michigan State never really did, Or you take them to the basket, which finally they started to do in the second half with Malik Hall. Mm -hmm. Um, That was the stuff that I thought was missing. And to me, fundamentally, that's where the game was lost. It was an offensive loss. I mean, we say that, and I would tend to agree with you, especially coming off a horrible showing in New Jersey, The defense was relatively better tonight, and you give Mm -hmm. Wisconsin some credit for making tough shots, Johnny Davis especially, um, who played much better than he did in the first game. Um, But, you know, Michigan State still gave up almost 48% from the floor. It wasn't like it was lockdown defensive performance. Mm -hmm. It was okay. You know, um, rebounding was okay. They didn't get slaughtered, but they weren't great. This is a team they killed. On yeah. the glass of basket, very disappointing game from that perspective. Um, so I, I, I hear you on the point guard stuff. It, it's broader than that, though, to me. Yeah, this I, is it, it, where I get back to is if it's if it's about a point guard. What we're really talking about is it's about a leader who can step up and will guys drag them with him mm-hmm. to play as hard as they need to because they just they didn't play hard enough. I mean, yeah. it wasn't a total collapse like we saw in the second half against Rutgers, but it was not good. And, and, you know, look, credit to Wisconsin. They made a lot of plays. They've had a really nice season. That's not a team you should lose to at home. It's not. Yeah. they are a one man show, largely offensively. And you saw that when you look at this game, you know, they had other guys chip in, but it's really Johnny Davis and the, and the Davis sets. Mm-hmm really especially when Brad Davison is not shooting well which he's not right now and didn't tonight so you know is that a team that a good Michigan State team loses to at home no but they did so i where i land is you know and the, and the last time let's hope i have a similar effect here the last time i said this was in 2020 and Michigan State ended up rallying, got a lot of help from teams, you know, Maryland especially, kind of collapsing down the stretch, mm. and did get a share of the Big Ten title. But after tonight, I'm officially in the camp of forget about the Big Ten championship. You, you need to take stock of where you are right now and do everything you can pointed in the direction of getting better for March. You know, just put put Big Ten title. It's not that they're mathematically out of it, but you look at this, you, you you see what games they've got still coming. Yeah. You know, you still got Illinois, you still got Purdue at home, you got uh, Ohio State on the road, you got Michigan on the. Road. I mean, at this point, nothing's a gimme. You know, they got Indiana coming in this weekend, but they ought to beat Indiana, but will they? I don't know. So it's it's got to be about that. The other thing I would that that definitely comes to mind is. There's been a lot of talk. It's happened in recent season, but it seems to me to be a critical mass this year. People attempting to make an argument that there is a consistent late January, early February swoon that ISO teams go through. And I, I think, although I'm not necessarily a believer in that, um, it's hard to argue that that's not what they're in the middle of right now. <laughs> yeah, that right? was, I think now it they're qualifies.
0: Not, <laughs>
1: they're not playing well. Yeah. And you know, they've yes, they've lost, you know, the 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 loss at, at Illinois um was uh was one that you know, without Coburn you would hope you could steal that, but you know, it wasn't the wasn't the end of the world. Um but but these last two yeah. Not not what a championship level team tends to do mm-hmm. um, but it's you know i again my my focus at this point would be on just pointing toward march and and being as good as you can be, yeah, um, but yeah, I mean right now it's it's point guard, but it's a bunch of other things too,
0: yeah, well, you know the one right spot offensively in this one Bingham uh 20 minutes 15 points two rebounds uh 5 for 9 from the floor 5 for 5 from the free throw line three steals no turnovers Yeah he
1: was he was active I mean you'd you'd like to see him be a little more active on the glass but um yeah hard
0: hard to knock
1: Markey's performance I think he was I think he was pretty good in this game Yeah um and his low post scoring was good
0: that's yeah you know,
1: he was aggressive. Um, that's what you. That's what you want to see out of him, and uh, he did that. And I mean, God, he he pretty much single handedly kept them in the game at halftime. With yeah. as awful as they were offensively, they had twenty three points. He had eleven of them. <laughs> so I mean, it really was the Marcus Bingham show in the first half.
0: Yeah. Uh, Joey, twenty six minutes, eight points, eight rebounds. Uh, an assist but tough shooting night 3 for 10 from the floor 0 for 5 from 3
1: hard luck I mean he had he had that 3 that would have cut it to a 3 point game I think at that point it was when they were making their run and it didn't kill him because it was after that they actually got it down to 1 but uh, he had that 1 just spin and spin and that Wisconsin had several of those tonight that all seemed to drop yeah michigan state could not get theirs to drop yeah and that was the one that stuck out to me a front rimmed another one late that could have gotten it down to four when they were trying to make that push Mm -hmm. lady had a great look from the top of the key um he played hard he was one of the guys that i thought played hard uh just a tough shooting night
0: yeah
1: i'm not overly down on him but I, i but i will tell you this i think Izzo's, and, and I am one who, well, a couple things. One, I tend to defer to him because he knows his team far better than any of us do. The second thing is I think that starting and the importance of that is overrated. But somehow, some way, I do think it's it's finally time or it's undeniable. You've got to get Malik Hall more minutes. Mm-hmm. You have to because he's your best player. I yeah. mean, that's, I, I think it's pretty clear now, certainly the best offensive player. Yeah. Um, and if that means starting him is going to allow you to get another three, four minutes, then that's what you've got to, you got to think seriously about doing it. It's not that I think Joey's been playing poorly. It's just, they got to, they, they probably are at the point that you've got to at least think about doing something to shake things
0: up. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it was that small ball lineup that really got them back into it in the in the yeah. second half, yeah. And primarily was... Malik Hall. It's so yeah.
1: And then you'll notice when when he left the floor to get a blow, and they went with Joey and Marcus. Um, Wisconsin just kind of gave them the Heisman. Him. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't blow it out, but they they kept them at bay enough. Whereas with the small ball lineup, they were actually getting in position to perhaps take the lead Mm -hmm. Uh, i think that's all it would have taken by the way i mean i can never prove that but just the feel of it if michigan state had gotten the lead i think they win it Mm -hmm. if they had gotten over that hump i think that would have been enough I think the building there would have been enough there wisconsin again give them credit for winning these games and they and they played well tonight but that's not a team i have enough faith in to think that they would have been able to overcome that but they just couldn't get over that hump. And I get it. You got to get guys a blow, but in retrospect, that's probably <laughs> yeah. where you lost your chance is Malik going to the bench. Malik wasn't perfect in this one, but uh, man, he had some plays in this game that were again, first team, all big 10 kind of stuff.
0: Yeah.
1: You know where he's spinning like that. I mean, I. it's too early to focus on this, but I think with another summer, I think Malik Hall is going to be a monster next year. I really do. I think you can see it coming.
0: Yeah, um, it's three-pointing. Three-point shot continues. One for two tonight. Yep. I mean, yep. Well above. He might even still. He might be above fifty.
1: He is above fifty percent on the year. Fifty-three. Yeah. or something like that? Both he and God. both he and both he and Walker are above fifty percent on the year. And uh, and and yet he combines that with that improving off the dribble game um, and, uh, you know, he's got some post-game. Do- I, he's just got a lot of tools, and we saw it in the second half. I think that's that's also a reason why I might think about making a move, getting him in the starting lineup just to get him into the game earlier because I, I think there's been a pattern, especially lately, of him not doing much in the first half. Yeah, and so I think you've got to maybe try to shake it up just to find a way to get him off earlier, mm-hmm. you know? I, I think I, These are just thoughts that occur to me. I mean, we'll see what Izzo does. But they're, they're, somehow I think you've got to continue to try to unlock him as your best player to be even better than he's been,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, to make making making more of an impact, meaning putting more shots up, getting more chances to score, that type of thing.
0: Yeah. Uh, Gabe Brown, 30 minutes, seven points, three rebounds, two assists, one for three from three. Yeah. Um,
1: three shots from deep is not going to cut it. Mm-hmm. And, and I will tell you, and I, I, I don't entirely blame him, but in part I do. Uh, and the only reason I say I don't entirely blame him is sometimes it's the design of the play. It's the set that they want him in isolation, not doing much on, on one side of the court because they want to try to force the defense to react to somebody else, and then he's spotting up. Yeah. But I didn't think he was active enough offensively. When you're only mm-hmm. getting three shots, yeah, the defense is tilting toward you, blah, blah, blah. you got to find a way.
0: Yeah. You have to find a way. I, and, and, I mean, this kind of ties into Max Christie, too. I mean, between the two of them, they only had 13 shots. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, and they're the best not shooters enough. on the not team. Enough. Right. Not enough.
1: So they, they're the, they're the, they're the guys that you, that you rely on to give you scoring punch. And they just did not get enough from either one of them. Um, one thing I did think was interesting with max and it gets back to the point guard question. Did you notice that there was a, and not that it was particularly successful, but there was a lineup at the close of the first half. And we saw it. Well, we didn't see the same lineup, but we did see the same effect at a point in the second half where Max was running the offense, where they had him as the point guard. They had a stretch in the first half for a few minutes where um, neither A.J. nor Tyson was on the floor. Max was the point guard. And then down the stretch, there was a possession or two where the ball got put in Max's hands. A.J. was out there, but Max was running, was initiating the offense. And, and I think that's another thing yeah. maybe maybe you look at. Uh, the, the danger with it is, if, if Max Christie has one big issue right now to me, and he's made real progress since he was in high school in this area, but he's got miles to go yet, he is not strong enough with the ball. And sometimes you see that where he'll lose his legs. Mm-hmm. You know, he'll fall. Um, sometimes you see him stripped or he's just not able to muscle through somebody. Uh, you need to be strong with the ball to really run those, those pick-and-roll plays effectively. And I don't know that I believe that he's quite there yet. But on the other hand, I think it's a way to get him some different looks and hopefully to try to get him more shot opportunities. mm mm-hmm you're right. He and he and Max were or he and Gabe, what were they? You said thirteen shot attempts? Yeah. Combined? Yeah, that's a you'd feel more comfortable if both of those guys had thirteen each.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. I mean, seriously, that's that's about what you'd want to see them have. It's in the ballpark. And and it's just not yeah, it's just not good enough. But again, I, I, I felt that all of these guys were, especially in that first half, way too passive mm-hmm. you know th- this is something that used to happen occasionally when uh tom tom nairn was the point guard and he was a guy who actually was a leader and was a, a vocal presence but even he had problems uh, at times getting them into it i just think at times this team offensively is just way too slow to get into something mm-hmm they stand around for half the shot clock, not really moving. And that's not a recipe for success. Yeah. And that has not been a problem this entire season. It's been a problem at, at stretches lately and was definitely a problem tonight. Um, that's got to get fixed because that's that's just not you're, – you're really, really handicapping yourself. Mm-hmm. Because this is not Wisconsin. Wisconsin doesn't care as much about that. Because it's okay, fifteen seconds are off the clock. That's all right because we're probably going to kill that anyway. Yeah, you know, looking Michigan State, you don't want to play that way. That's not to your advantage. And I just think they showed a, they just played with a lack of urgency mm. tonight that I thought was was noticeable.
0: Uh, and then Tyson Walker, fourteen minutes, one point one assist, 0 for three, two turnovers. Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: I, you talk about a guy that needs to play with more urgency I mean once again there were shot opportunity. now I will say this he, early in the game he was trying to make things happen he just wasn't having success mm-hmm. but I think that my my beef is he's had trouble all year finishing around the rim finishing through contact finishing with size you know he's had issues there So that's probably not how you want to get yourself going if you're Tyson Walker. What Tyson Walker can do, I think, and get pretty much any time he wants is a shot from 18 feet out. Yeah. Yeah. Because of the way teams defend him, those shots are there. And his quickness and his handle, those shots are there. I think he's got to be more aggressive looking for those. Mm -hmm. That's how I would choose to get him going. Um, It would help everything obviously if they could get transition game going but that was once again a zero I mean that's three straight games now mm-hmm. nothing
0: nothing and you know and I I guess that's what um when I put it together we when you see a little bit of Christy at the point for that little bit of time you saw a lot of Jaden Akins uh guarding the the point coming down the floor yeah. and I'm thinking to myself like and I look at the the minutes and Tyson Walker's got 14 minutes and and Hogart is just throwing up all sorts of bad shots. Like, Jesus, are we going through a rebuild right here? You know what I mean? Like a mid-season, like rethinking this point guard situation. Uh, that's well, just what I, I, it felt yeah. like to me. It's like, geez, what's
1: going on? I don't think that's the answer. I mean, I'm, I'm all for trying some different things with Max Christie. But as I said, I'm not convinced that, you know, saying, hey, Max, go be the point guard. That's not what we're going to do. Yeah, um, They got to get Walker and Hogard playing better. Mm -hmm. that's what they have to do i mean that's your answer how they do that you know with aj it's they've got to get into transition and he's just got to be smarter and get on be a leader on the court getting guys into the offense quicker Mm -hmm. same thing for tyson walker except he's also got to be more aggressive looking for a shot
0: uh yeah, Hogard, twenty four minutes, seven points, two rebounds, seven assists to three turnovers. Uh, but two for eight well, on the floor. It didn't
1: feel that way. Yeah, it did not feel that way. I, I I guess give him credit for that, but it did not feel to me that he played a good game. Uh, defensively, you know, he tried to hang in there. Tough assignment at times. guarding Davis. Davis was just really good tonight. Um, uh, I'm not going to come down too hard on AJ for that, but.
0: Um, yeah, I, I, he, I mean, he's uh, got to understand that when it comes down to hot potato, it can't, it can't end with him. Right. You know, it just can't. Right. But, but this is the thing that that's
1: the, when you say, you know, Tyson Walker has got to be, it, it's a problem if AJ Hogarth is be is your better option. Yeah. That's the reason why it's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. That's the reason. Because if, if he ends up with the ball in his hands late in the clock, that's not the guy you want with the ball in his hands. Mm-hmm. you know, whereas Tyson Walker at least say, okay, if he's got to throw up a jumper, he's got a chance of hitting it. Mm-hmm. you know AJ did hit a three tonight, but I mean come on, that's that's not his game. Okay. So that this is this is the thing. when I've said all along that I felt Michigan State needed Tyson Walker, to be the guy, these are the kind of things I was thinking about. Yeah. You know, big 10 games against a Wisconsin who's not letting you run. You need to be better in the half court. And sometimes in the half court, that's going to mean having a guy that can bail out of possession at that spot. Mm -hmm. And, and AJ just really isn't built for that. Not right now. Maybe not ever. I don't know. Um, most of the year, he's played well, and and tonight, I'm not going to argue that Tyson was better. He wasn't, but the problem is, you see the ceiling with AJ, mm-hmm. and you see it.
0: Yeah, and that's, and I feel bad for you know for coming down on him because it's like, well, geez, you know, he he did have seven points, seven assists. You know, Walker had one point, one assist. Right, right,
1: but but this is, but you're making you're making, I think the argument that has been implicit in this all along, mm-hmm. which is okay, if and if if they're able to run, AJ Hogarth's perfectly fine. He's a very good transition point guard. You know? But we know, we know in the Big Ten, there are gonna be a good number of nights like this one, or the Rutgers game, or the Maryland game. We know that. That's not a guess. It's not, you know, hope. It's the reality. Mm -hmm. And so, given that reality, you do need a point guard who can, to be optimally at your best on offense, you need somebody who can run things effectively in the half court. And part of that means being able to hit a shot, being able to force a defense to guard you know, to extend out on everybody. Yeah. And, and AJ is just not capable of doing that. I, I'm with you because it, it's terrible to be focusing on it because he was clearly the best option tonight. But as you said, if he's the best option, you've got a problem.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, so Malik Hall, 22 minutes, 12 points, four rebounds and assists, five for seven. Um, he was, the best option they had coming down the coming down in the, the second line half.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was Batum in the first half and Hall in the second. Uh, look, I mean, as I said, I I thought he made he made two or three plays tonight that were as good as it gets. They were they were better than anything Johnny Davis did tonight. Mm-hmm. I am serious about that. In terms of what he showed, um, he is not getting enough opportunities some of that is on him because you know you got to you got to demand it and if it you know if it means you got to throw guys into some lockers antonio smith style well you got to do that you know so he's got to he's got to find it within himself to send the message so that everybody understands it hey play through me it's mm-hmm. not a selfish thing that's the, because he's not a selfish player at all but that's the best thing for this team, is let him be the fulcrum. Let him be the guy that they play through. Yeah. And they did it at times tonight, but even tonight, even in that second half, where they were making their push, that you know Malik would make a couple plays, and then they'd have three or four possessions in a row where he doesn't touch the ball. Mm-hmm. That can't happen. That cannot happen. You know, so... Somehow that's got to change. And I, I said my piece earlier that maybe it is time to look at shaking some things up lineup wise, just to try to get him going early and get him more minutes yeah. in, the, in this rotation. But I, I think those things are important because right now he's very clearly the best player they've got yeah. offensively.
0: He's, 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 he's earned it for sure. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. I mean, what have. has he not done?
1: What has he not done well? Yeah. The thing the thing you can knock him for is well he's not getting enough shots. And some of that's not his fault. Mm-hmm. So that's gotta change.
0: Yeah. Uh and then Jay Nakins got quite a bit uh, a of time in this one. Sixteen minutes, two points, two rebounds, and assist. Um Yeah. I, I, I thought he I was guess good. maybe they did I think they credited Joey maybe for that one it was. tip in. But that Joey was clearly did. him, it looked like
1: no, it was no? it was Joey on was the replay. It? it was Joey. They had a they had a replay straight on. Watching it live, it looked like it was Jaden, but when they showed the replay, it was Joey. But if Joey hadn't gotten his hand there, Jaden would have gotten the tip. Mm. That's how close it was. No, he played. I thought he played really well and kind yeah. of a bounce back because he didn't do much against Rutgers. Yeah, uh, but he played with a lot of energy. I thought defensively he was good. I don't know if they gave him. Did he have a steal?
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so
1: I think they did give him credit for it. There was that play where Davis was trying to take on, it was three or four defenders and Michigan state just took it away from him when yeah. they were making oh, the yeah. run. Yeah. And that was Jaden. I, I thought it was, you know, again, the the, the best side of Jaden Akins tonight where mm-hmm. he's really showing that energy. And, and he was one guy that didn't have that problem playing hard. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know. uh, Julius marble, 12 minutes, two points, five rebounds. Uh Hit the one shot from the floor, one block, um, three turnovers, though, two fouls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just not. <laughs> My not rebounds a, is good, though.
1: Yeah, it is. It is. I, should, I I. don't mean to dismiss that, but, you know, defensively, he had problems. He they, they really wall kind of exploited him a couple times where, uh, you know, Julius was trying to to help in the post and, and wall found Julius's man under the brim for a dunk or a layup, you know, it was just mm-hmm. not great.
0: Yep. Uh, Pierre Brooks got in there for three minutes, had one really nice assist. Yep. Uh, yep. But hey, they're trying to find time for him. They, they, they are. For- and,
1: and, and I'll tell you what, if some of these guys don't play with more, I'm not going to be surprised to see him earlier in the Indiana game. This, this would be a classic Izzo move, to use him to send a message. <laughs> like start him? <laughs> because, Well, not, not necessarily start him, but get him into the rotation earlier. Mm. You know, have a quicker hook with guys. No, I'd, I'd be a little surprised if he started him. Uh, but, yeah, that was a great play to Bingham. and And you know what? That's the Pierre Brooks that I know – we will see over time at Michigan State. A very, very versatile kid can do a lot of different things. And, you know, it it was funny. Izzo was quoted uh, yesterday, I think, saying that Pierre Brooks, uh, the way he sees him, which would not have been my comparison, but he sees him as a poor, poor, poor man's Miles Bridges, and his goal is to knock off a poor every year. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That is a good way of putting it. I would have never made that comparison. Pierre is a better athlete than I think people realize looking at him. Mm-hmm. he And he got better athletically as he went along in high school, but uh, he's not a Miles Bridges athlete. I always felt he, he reminded me a, a lot of Denzel Valentine. Not quite the uh, French pastry, uh, to quote Al McGuire, mm-hmm. uh, on his passing, but he's a very good passer. And a guy with size, he's got a body that can take people on inside you know He's strong um there's a lot to like with him and you saw his feel for the game exhibited on that play yeah so you know that looking for any kind of silver linings out of this one that play would be one of them and you say okay there are guys on this roster that are going to be playing a bigger role as time goes on Do have a really good feel for things and he definitely does
0: yeah Uh, So then we look at the uh, keys rebounding. Um, Not really a huge advantage. It's deceptive.
1: Yeah. They they had, I think, a seven rebound advantage overall. Only one on the offensive boards, but Wisconsin shot better. Mm -hmm. So they had fewer misses. So hard to give it a plus. Yeah. Uh, and, And especially considering they dominated this team on the glass, In Madison, now granted, that's without walls. One of their better rebounders, so you figured that would make some difference, but um, a a disappointment.
0: Mm. Uh, Turnovers. Wisconsin had seven. Michigan State had twelve.
1: Yeah, relatively good. I gotta, yeah, I gotta say that was not the problem offensively.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah,
1: it was it was other things. I? It was shot making. It was not running, not running the offense with enough force, with enough energy, with enough intent. It was not turnovers. A five turnover gap against this team, eh, who's the best in the country, in minimizing turnovers. Yeah, uh, I, I don't have a major problem
0: with that performance. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then shooting, Michigan State, forty two percent from the floor, twenty one percent from three. Yeah, I mean, it, look, it, you can – It's uh, with the Rutgers game,
1: it wasn't really uh, – well, three-point shooting at least was dialed in. It was the other things. It was the, the defense, Rutgers hitting tough shots, all that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Tonight, I think it was kind of a – it was a very different game. Michigan State just could not get shots to drop. And three-point shooting especially, something they've done very well, very consistently – all year long, and it just it didn't fall. I mean, Joey was an example. That 0 for five, every one of them was a good look, yeah. good releases. No problem with any of those shots. They just didn't fall. Yeah. Um, not much more you could say, but that doesn't that doesn't mean that the loss was solely down to well, it was just one of those days where shots didn't fall. They also hurt themselves offensively just with the lack of everything we talked about and running the offense, especially in the first half. Mm-hmm. There's a, No matter how three-point shooting is going, there is zero excuse to score 23 points <laughs> yeah. against that team. Well, let's yeah. also remember, Wisconsin is not a great defensive team. They're okay. They're not a great defensive team. They don't lock people down. So... To do that against them on your home court, it's bullshit. It shouldn't
0: happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then transition was the fourth key. Yeah, non-existent, zero. That, I don't know if they have gotten a, much in at all. They, three
1: straight games. I, I don't know that they got a, a transition bucket tonight. They they had nothing in the two previous games, and if it did end up at zero tonight, that's three straight games with nothing. That's coming off multiple games. You know, Michigan, Wisconsin, and Madison, where they were 20 plus points in transition. And look, give Wisconsin credit for floor balance, for playing much more like we're used to seeing Wisconsin play. Some of it was them, to be sure. But I just didn't think Michigan State ever in this game
0: pushed with enough intensity. And I've noticed the pattern of teams doing this three-quarter type press a lot on Michigan State. That must be in the scouting report now, I guess, which is annoying as hell.
1: Well, it's hard to, you know, look, I don't – the only thing you could do to force people to stop doing it is if you're going hard enough at it that you decide to attack it. Michigan Mm -hmm. State is not doing that. Michigan State is looking to not commit a turnover – and, and just get it to front court. And I don't think Wisconsin got anything out of it in terms of a turnover, but they weren't looking to do that. Yeah. What they were looking to do was eat up shot clock. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was successful. And oh, you're right, other teams have been doing it. We're probably going to see it more.
0: Yeah, teams that don't typically do that stuff either. Yes,
1: exactly. So what MSU needs to do if they want to discourage that is they need to actively attack it. And unfortunately that's going to mean you got to devote some time to it, which I'm sure is doesn't want to have to do, but I don't know that he's got much of a choice. It's, it's that or just accept that you're going to, you know, periodically be in a situation where you aren't able to get into your offense very quickly,
0: Mm -hmm. you know? Uh, And then energy was the, the last key.
1: Yeah. Uh, I thought in terms of their defensive energy and their rebounding and the fight that they exhibited on the, in, in those areas of the game, I thought it was okay. Mm-hmm. It wasn't great, but it was much better than we saw against Rutgers. But they didn't play with nearly enough of it on offense, mm-hmm. which was a surprise because that has not really been an issue for this team, but it was an
0: issue tonight. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well. Any final thoughts coming out of this one? This was a stinker.
1: Yeah, disappointing. Very, very disappointing. Um, you know, they're 8-4 in the league right now. So, you know, as I said, I, I think at this stage you don't, you don't worry right now about, you know, scoreboard watching or any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's, it's starting on Saturday. Well, starting tomorrow, but, but starting with Saturday's game. Uh, you need to just focus on getting better every time you take the court. Mm -hmm. That's where it's got to be. And then you let the chips fall where they may, but you try to do everything you can to be the best you could be come March. And then, and then we'll see, Mm -hmm. you know, but that's where I think this team is because uh, right now there's, there are just too many issues and to, to think about, you know, okay, we're going to win the rest of them, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Until they prove it. I mean, they, you know, I, as I said, I said this in 2020 at a certain point in the season, and uh, they ended up winning a share of it. Now, I don't think history is going to repeat, but it could.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but, but to me, it's, it's more just about get better. Just whatever you got to do to improve some of these things, to iron out some of these inconsistencies in terms of effort, in terms of execution. That's what you got to be focused on, and don't worry about you know other teams' wins and losses. Mm. Worry about your own. Yeah.
0: All right. So the uh, we got Indiana next at home Saturday.
1: Indiana's got something going on. They have five guys out tonight against Northwestern for disciplinary reasons. Oh boy. Um, Including a couple starters. every, Everybody, all five are in the rotation. Well, four of the five, Landers, the only one who's not firmly in their rotation. It was uh, Parker Stewart, Durr, Xavier Johnson, and I'm drawing a blank on who the other guy was, but two starters, both starting guards, Stewart and Johnson. So God knows what Saturday is going to look like hmm. for them. You know, I, I think it depends. I would assume it's a one-game deal, but who the hell knows? Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, well, uh, we'll get the uh, preview up for that one. Until then, the Final Four is not on the schedule. At Granger, we're for the ones who pay attention to every little detail. The ones who fuss, tinker, and sweat the small stuff. Because you know the tiniest thing can make the biggest difference when it comes to keeping business moving. We get it. We're the same way, offering access to product experts to help you quickly and easily find what you need. So whatever your industry, you know you're always getting professional-grade products. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.